Awareness sucks until it doesn't. I should know. I've been a practicing licensed clinical social worker in New York for more than 30 years. We have been given enough awareness on how to expand to satisfy the two universal desires, being happy and being loved. Now what? Now it is time to live it. This podcast focuses on transcending awareness into practice. Hello, this is Yolanda Kumidu. Welcome to my podcast. Today's podcast title is Awareness About Pleasing. I will be talking with my curious guest, Lisa from Missouri, that is curious about what to do, how to be able to say no to people, um, how to tolerate when she says no, and if they get the silent treatment, if they get angry, what, how to handle it, and how to begin saying no. So, enjoy. Lisa is living in uh, St. Louis, Missouri, so she's coming from, uh, to us from Missouri, and she's working in a federally qualified healthcare center as a licensed clinical social worker. Today's episode is uh, entitled Awareness About Pleasing, and my curious guest is Lisa from Missouri, who has uh, some questions about curiosity, about pleasing, pleasing others. Is that, is that right, Lisa? Is that what you mean? Yeah. Yes, that is correct, Yolanda. It's great to be with you this afternoon. Thank you so much for inviting me. You know, as a curious guest, <clears throat> I have questions regarding pleasing other people. You know, as a uh, master's level uh, social worker, my role is always about giving and giving to other people. And sometimes I forget to take care of myself. So, you know, sometimes in my own personal relationships, um, you know, I, I forget to take care of myself and, and, um, you know, I want relationships in my life. I want companionship in my life. And sometimes when I start to stand up for myself and just um, start to say no and set limits with others, um, you know, sometimes it gets difficult to do that. So um, I guess my question to you this today is, um, like, how do you develop a, a, a stronger self and a stronger voice um, to be able to know that it's okay 
to stand up for myself and to set limits with others and to say no and not feel guilty. Hmm. <laughs> so let's start, let's start from understanding first. Um, this, uh, this part of you that is pleasing is focusing on others and pleasing others. And um, let's see, um, what are the gifts of that? So, uh, Lisa, I just want to say that this, our personality is composed of many different parts. In some ways, I'm saying we're multiple personalities, but it's not a disorder because we remember the different parts. So one of your dominant parts is wanting to keep people happy. Mm. Uh, focusing on what will make people happy. I is that what you're saying? Sure. Yeah. So wanting, so you somehow became very well, you're very good. You became very good in scanning <laughs> someone and figuring out what makes them happy. And you are more than happy to keep them happy. So what are the gains in that? The gains in that is that if I make you happy, chances are you will not leave me. You will not get angry with me. Um, you will like me and you will want to be with me. Correct? Very yeah. true. Yeah. So let's, let's start with uh, the um, gifts. And before we move into being aware, I'm a, I please people and I don't want to please people. I also want to take care of myself. You see, when you are in this energy of pleasing others, that energy of pleasing others served you when you were growing up. It served you well. It navigated somehow um, the way you grew up, it, it prevented pain, it prevented people hurting you. You discovered the secret. If I keep people happy, they will like me, they will leave me alone, they will be with me. If I say no, uh, they might leave me. So this gradually over the years became stronger and stronger and stronger. And now it became the main part of your personality. Is, is that how it went? Something like that? Very true. Okay. So now it doesn't serve you as it used to serve you because the, the gifts in having a dominant part of the personality of pleasing others and keeping others happy is, again, they're not angry at you. And the relationship with someone goes a bit easier. You're the person that will say yes, <laughs> will agree, will be flexible more than the other. So when you have a person like that in the relationship, the relationship goes smoother. But somehow the biggest limitation is that the focus stays on the others and your needs what you like, what you don't like, how you like it, how you don't like it, um, are not getting attention. Mm. They're just neglected. 
And perhaps you, you reach the point in your life that that doesn't serve you like it used to serve you. <laughs> Lisa, how, how it doesn't serve you? Well, because I get frustrated now when, mm-hmm. um, and I, I have a sense of um, stress mm-hmm. <laughs> and sometimes anger because it's only when I step back and I said, darn it, I shouldn't have said yes that time. Um, I should have stood up for myself and, and said no. And it's only sometimes in hindsight that I can say, I did it again. I did it again. I said yes. Um, and the way, and that's frustrating to me. So, um, you know, I think one of the, one of the ways too, that I have, um, I prevented from saying no and asking for my needs is because I've often gotten the silent treatment from the others. And, um, you know, I'd like for you to talk a little bit about that, about the silent treatment, how we can um, deal with other people's anger uh, in silent treatment when I start to say no. Okay. So um, you're ahead of yourself. (laughs) So you became aware. So you became aware, number one, are you catching yourself when you are in the middle of saying yes, of pleasing, when you don't feel like it? Did you get to that point? I'm getting, I'm improving on that now. I'm improving. Okay. Um, Because that's the very, very first step. If you decide that pleasing others doesn't please you, doesn't work for you, you need to understand that the part of you that pleases is an actual person, it's an actual energetic presence. It's a presence in you that takes over your personality. As long as that part of your personality is present, she only knows how to please to protect you. So there is only one presence. When I said before, are you catching this pattern? Are you catching this part that pleases you? The minute, the minute that you know, as you're in the middle of pleasing, as that part of you is actively pleasing someone, if there is a, to be able to catch that means there's another presence that can observe the pleaser. And all of a sudden, you have two entities. You have, you recognize that a part of you is pleasing and another part is witnessing, observing the part that is pleasing. Once you start catching yourself It means you created another presence. And that is how awareness can begin transcending into action. Mm. Because the pleaser 
will continue placing that part. You see, those parts of our personalities do not change. We expand, we can expand and add more ways of reacting to people, to life, to situation. But patterns, established patterns never change. The minute you catch yourself pleasing, Lisa, that means you added another presence in your psyche, really, another presence that can observe. And the minute you can observe and you have two entities, you have the opportunity to begin a dialogue Mm. where the part that is observing has the ability to say, wait a minute, oh, oh, hold on. Maybe not out loud. (laughs) Maybe (laughs) in your head to begin with. Yes. Is that what I want to do? But you have to have two entities, one observing and one acting the usual way, to be able to have any chance of transcending and making a shift, expanding and knowing that because now moving to the next point you just said, someone gives me the silent treatment and, you know, how do you handle the silent treatment? If the part that is pleasing is there, She's devastated. He's so hurtful because the pleasing part of you wants to please, wants to connect, wants the other person to like you. And you get a wall. You get, you get just nothing. And she's devastated. So if you notice again, <laughs> if you catch yourself of being devastated, there's another presence. There is, there is this middle part that just observes and is aware, but can also act. Mm. Not only being aware that you're pleasing, but this part can notice you're pleasing, notice how you feel, notice that in this situation, pleasing is not that great. It's not giving you pleasure. It's not changing this person in front of you, the silent person. So, for the first time, you have a real choice. The choice not to please. The choice to say, you know what? He's silent, she's silent, they don't respond to me. I'm just going to take a few steps back as well. Now, if the pleaser part of you is present, that part can never, never say that, never do that. But if you develop the, the part that is witnessing, that part is neutral, you see. Mm-hmm. and knows that, yes, you just have one choice by pleasing, but 
you always have the opposite at your disposal. Mm -hmm. The opposite is not pleasing. Now, if you access that part that doesn't care to please, that is totally focused on what you like, that part will not be bothered one bit. <laughs> that the other person is silent or the other person turned and is looking or is talking to someone else or... It, but the pleasing part will be devastated. So there's no way, Lisa, that you can make the pleasing part of you as long as it stays. You cannot make that part, that part of your personality, not care. It's impossible. It's just impossible. Right, right. Does that make sense, Lisa? Yes, it does. Can you relate to that? Yes, I can. Um, challenging, though, for sure. Very challenging. And I like when you talk about um, finding the dynamics within myself to step back, to step back uh, and just pause for a moment and not to respond immediately to whatever the question or the need is. Um, but Lisa, now you're adding something critical, the word pause. <laughs> that is one of the most important <laughs> uh, reactions, let's call it. Because if the, if the part of you that is pleasing, automatically pleasing, stops and pauses, it gives time for the other part in us that is all, in all of us, by the way, the part that is neutral, that that doesn't need to 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 do this or that. It just observes the awareness, correct? So the awareness it gives the awareness an opportunity to notice and to compare. Do I want to please? To compare with the opposite, do I want to please? And I also always have the choice to react in the exact opposite way. The pausing gives you the luxury to remember I can react in the same usual way or I can react in the opposite way. Yes. Yes, yes. Yes. And, you know, Yolanda, you spoke about, um, you know, growing up and developing this pleaser personality as a young adult. And now being of old age, I am 63. Um, it has, as you know, uh, it has a lot of time to grow and to develop and to get stronger that pleaser self, you know, and um so it starts very young, 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 and young, and then, um, you know, continuing to, I have to step out of myself to, for a new uh, response, uh, the new development of a new self, which is challenging. And also foreign. Yeah. Also is challenging and one step further, 
foreign. It feels that is not you speaking, is not you reacting. <laughs> it literally feels like it's someone else. Right. It doesn't feel like yourself. In the very beginning, it's disorienting, it's awkward, it's bizarre. When Lisa used to say, for example, yes, it's okay, I will do it for you to say, let me think about it. Uh, I don't think I will do it. This language is like speaking Greek. <laughs> it's so new. And that is a very good point, Lisa. It's beyond challenging. It's foreign. And it takes time for awareness to transcend into action. And it's this uncomfortable in-between period where you, 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 your words are, your phrases are phrases that you never said before. You never heard your own self say them. But yeah. trusting that the part that is saying them is also authentic part of you that has not been utilized before because it was not helpful before. Right. But now it's helpful. Yes, yes. As a balanced, as a balanced, um, healthy, balanced, and um, adult, all of those are very important to be able to say no and to be able to say yes. When I, when it's right for me, so that I'm not ple you know, that I'm not pleasing others. Um, you know, you're right, Yolanda, because at some point when I, this is all my practicing, my setting limits and not saying yes, um, I even catch myself saying to myself, I said that, <laughs> I said that, I did that. I actually said, no, <laughs> that does not feel comfortable for me. And that was like, I had to step back for a moment, even within myself. But, you know, I'm glad you spoke about pausing and being quiet for a moment, because my immediate reaction is to respond. My immediate reaction is to respond with the yes. Because that has been, like you said, so many years, it had time to really become very strong grip in, in the way it became a default position for you. That's how, and you see, we go to sleep. We are not aware. We just, almost like in a trance, we respond. These parts of us that are dominant take over and they run our lives. And the pleaser, by the way, the pleaser is a part that we all have to develop as children uh, to please our parents so they can feed us, so they can love us, so they can change us and protect us. It's a very normal, natural, non-pathological pattern, habit pattern to develop. And at a certain point, if it doesn't balance, if you're not encouraged to also ask the questions, Lisa, what do you want? What do you want? How do you feel about it? And to pause 
and actually ask yourself, really, how I feel about it, instead of always going, well, what would they like to hear? Let me see what I, I think they want to hear, and that's what I'm going to say, you see? Yes. It takes time. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. It does take time. You know, when you, I like your podcast titled Awareness Sucks because now that I am aware of this and within myself, I have to do something about it, right? That's beautiful. To wake up. (laughs) That's beautiful, Lisa. So you're adding another aspect. The more awareness you have, it gives you more responsibility. Now, you, it's your response. If you know that it's your responsibility to act on it, and one of the obstacles of not acting on it is the grip that the pleaser has strong grip, and the other is maybe it's not time for you to, to shift yet. Mm, mm. Yes, I had to explain that in much more detail in the very first podcast, which is called. Why awareness sucks. <laughs> mm. um, so the the this part that you are talking about the pleaser has an unbelievable grip on your personality and on other people's personality. If after childhood it continues to be dominant, yes, I agree. And what happened for me is when I continue to not set limits. I got exhausted, (laughs) you know, being able to set limits with other people and relationships in my life or even setting limits with my work situation. I just kept taking on more and more responsibility because I wasn't able to say, no, no, I cannot take on any more responsibilities, uh, particularly at work. Um, And that was exhausted. You know, for me, it was it even came to burnout. Uh, you know, as a professional social worker, I need to set limits in my work too. And now you're bringing another part um, that once you start controlling better the pleaser in one situation in your life, it really is a domino effect and it affects all other situations in life. So if, let's say, you have one person in your life that you have difficulty saying no, once you start being aware of your yes, yes, yes self, (laughs) and you pause and you give yourself a chance, you catch yourself first, you pause, and then you know you have always the choice to say no, and you start doing it with this person, then it becomes generalized and it gets applied to other places in your life at work. <laughs> you start, and this is what we call putting boundaries. We end up with boundaries that protect us, protect these vulnerable parts of us. Mm-hmm. Good, good. So good. that sounds. It feels healthier. <laughs> Great. Um, yes, it's just really important, you know, um, 
That's great. I like when you talk about expansion, you know, because when I was going through graduate school, they talked about us being change agents, right? We're going to go out and change everyone. <laughs> and we're going to change their personality. We're going to change everything about them. And I like when you speak uh, about expansion of, of the person, that we have the voices within us or the personalities within us. Can you speak a little bit more about that? Yeah, because you don't, yeah, you don't want to lose the pleaser. Lisa, a pleaser can be the best, you know, a, per, a part of you that wants to please someone and, and make it flexible is what makes any kind of ongoing relationship stay. I mean, you need someone in a relationship to say, to yield, to say, okay, I will do. So you never want to lose such a precious habit pattern as the pleaser to say yes. But the pleaser left by herself never says no. That's the only problem here. <laughs> so, so yes, it's 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 uh, it's not about uh, change. You're not going to change the pleaser because good luck to you if you <laughs> that, those those parts don't change. But you can add the part that knows to say no, and the pleaser will never say no. Another part, the opposite part. But in order to get to the opposite part, first you get to pause, to catch yourself that you keep saying yes, and to be reminded from your awareness that you have a choice. Mm, excellent. Excellent. I feel great about this session today. It was excellent. Yeah, thank you, Lisa. Thank you for uh, for coming as my guest. I hope our audience can relate and can be helped in terms of um, not only adding to their awareness, but understanding the step. It's a step to move for the awareness of the pleaser to the non-pleaser, to say no, to pleasing yourself. is pleasing others, and then it's pleasing yourself. And then eventually it becomes integrated. And you yes. you'd sometimes do this and sometimes do that. That's why there's no change. The pleaser is not going anywhere. No worries. <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much, thank Lisa. You. Thank you for your hospitality. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. You're invited to be a curious guest in my podcast. Uh, please continue to send your comments, questions, and suggestions for more themes to awarenesssaxpodcast at gmail.com. That's all for today. Until next time, yahara. <laughs>